Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome into the PHNX Rising Podcast. Appreciate everyone joining us. It's, of course, you know, you know, we get it. Listen, we're in playoffs. We get elevated to the nice big old studio. It's only for the big boys, the, the top priority over here. Uh, here we are. You get a nice shot of, uh, you know, the boy, you know, my, my legs nice and toned as all of you guys want. You don't have to pay extra for that. That's just part of the that. show. Audio listeners, you know, you got to watch on YouTube. This is how you get the, the good stuff. But anyway, got a fun show for you guys tonight. Um, just want to make sure a reminder, right? We always have fun PH Next events coming up. As you know, right, we got Cardinals. Uh, we got a Cardinals away game watch party bet mgm this sunday gonna be dropping a little bit of a ticket giveaway uh during that and then also the next week then you got our home watch parties at healy river resorts and casinos at wild horse pass always a good time there uh check out of course stuff we got in the locker the diehard merch owen's got his merch i got mine you got the rising merch back into the scarf all that stuff make sure to get in on the fun but hey you know right oh and i don't know if you know this but uh phoenix rising they're going to the Western Conference Finals. They are, they are. I'd, I'd like to, before we move on, though, I'd like to address okay. the fact here. Goldie Man Pat, lack of costumes, no festive spirit. Excuse me. That is. Excuse me, Excuse Pat. you, sir. We're getting in the festive spirit. We're doing this yeah. podcast from a graveyard, right? Yeah. We've got the grave <laughs> of San Diego Loyal sitting <laughs> right here. Okay? Ooh. Okay? We have <laughs> the gravestone here. It's got the little Loyal badge on it as well. Okay? We're paying homage to those who come before if us. Thought, if we thought of this earlier, we'd have printed a Reno one as well. Okay, well, actually, But we didn't okay. think of it well, earlier, so we don't have one. Don't have unfortunately, any, don't have the printer is too problematic for us to guarantee that we would get it done in any quick time. But hey... We're in the spirit. We're in the spirit. We of course, of course, we're in the spirit. Do you want to shout out right others in the chat? Daniel Barry Sports Highlights. Hey, hey, what's up, Fat Kid? Make hey. sure to hit the like button. Fat Kid, that's a great idea. Everyone, make sure to hit the like button. Right, appreciate that. Slightly asking, what's the jar for? You know, I would say, uh, you got to turn to our PH Next Diamondbacks podcast uh, to learn more. Um, I'll just say this: I think that jar's gonna be cracked open quite a bit uh, during the post game. On that, for them, yeah, yeah, oh, for yeah. seeing for seeing how that's going. Producer Damon behind the Mac uh, can argue he is grimacing in pain. We're not grimacing in pain because Phoenix Rise is good. Phoenix Rise is good. They <laughs> triumph in the play, in the in the yoffs in the freaking yoffs. I'm rooting for you guys. I want everybody to win. I agree. Oh, We're not. That wasn't a shot at you. Well, it's you're, just reality. you're wallowing in my pain over I, there. No, I'm, I'm not. You were wincing. No, no, no. I'm, I said I'm wincing. Oh, oh, I argued oh, with you earlier oh, because you were backing a certain oh, no, pitcher wincing. to do well. I didn't say wallowing. I said wincing. Happened. Max is going, we actually win in the playoffs. <laughs> And he's to be like, fair, the no, D-backs have gotten further than Rising have. So yes, but far. to be fair, we're also undefeated. Listen, I'm not trying to compare. We're not. We're not going to turn this into a Rising versus D-backs argument. We're not doing it. Dear God, Scott in the chat speaking Scott, of Scott, don't do this to us. We're not. We're uniting. We're uniting for all the Max, Valley sports. That teams. was my whole point. Yeah. I don't know why you're coming at me like. That. I wasn't coming at you. This is this is completely out of context. Once again, my good name, the very good good name of Max David Simpson, is being absolutely slandered. But hey, what else is new? Phoenix Rising not being slandered because they took down Orange County SC in quite the match. Again, right, this team, they don't know how to win in 90 minutes. They also don't know how to lose in 90 minutes. Yet another thrilling game where it goes to extra time. Phoenix Rising uh, coming away with it at the near death yet again, thanks to a slew of substitutions, namely Emmy Cuejo, bagging that, the winner, and what was that, the goodness 115th minute something like that it was late it was very very late and uh here we are we're phase we're in the western conference finals let's go how are we feeling 
I mean, it's it is right. I I know the article went up earlier today, right, yeah, talking about how you know Phoenix Rising in a lot of ways back to where oh, yeah. they belong, right? Okay, this is a team that has struggled on a little bit, right? Last year didn't make the playoffs. That was a, honestly the the worst season they've had, and I mean statistically, it's the worst oh, yeah. season they had since the Arizona United days, right? Back when they were playing at Peoria Sports Complex. Um, it's the first time they missed the playoffs since those days. Yeah. You then look ahead to um. Well, you look back in further, sorry, to uh, 2021, oh, yeah. rising out in the first round, right? Couldn't get it done at home uh, against RGV in that game, despite a, a pretty good regular season performance. But in the end, as you look forward then to, to this year, they, they've suddenly found a way to to battle through those. And, and they did it off the back of what was a, a rough end to the regular season, right? Yep. Not an easy way to finish that that season up. Um, they get into the playoffs. You think, okay, San Diego, big rival. Don't want to lose to them. Yeah, no, that, that was go, a nervy match. Was a, knowing I, I, the stakes yeah. of that, oh, right? Yeah. I know, right? We had that conversation many times before as to whether we... Do you want to see San Diego loyal if you're Phoenix Rising? Do you want yes. to see them? Yes. You wanted to. I yes. didn't necessarily want to because, again, you lose that game. You've lost the last ever To quote Damon, that's loser mentality. That's loser yeah, talk. Yeah, well... well yeah, it was. It was. That's something you yeah. would say to me. You, you know that's a fact if I was in your position. But no, I, I wouldn't say that but, to you. I'd say that, yeah, it's, it's a <laughs> it's a rough one. But um, Oh, tough. I, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, I as you look at how they got past them, how they got yep. past Orange County, they weren't easy games. No. The team were not playing weak teams. These teams that came in on some pretty good runs of form going yeah. into the playoffs. And Phoenix Rising doesn't care about what form don't give a you're coming into form. the playoffs on. No. They go in there. They find a way to get goals. They're not going to let you beat them. And then when you are tiring, when you are late in the game and you are struggling, you can't keep up the intensity that maybe you were going at it with earlier in the match. Yep. They're going to find a way to get that winning goal. Yeah, they are. And they're no. going to send yeah. you home very, very disappointed. Some might say sad. Some might say sad. But hey, yeah, it's, uh, you know, let's actually, let's take a look a bit at that orange, uh, the, this last match against Orange County. We got the numbers, the little, uh, by the numbers there, right? So again, of course, Phoenix Rising 2-1, as we as we talked about on Saturday's postgame, right? Again, just recapping, you see the XG, right, in Rising's favor, the possession in Rising's favor. I think the big thing here is like, right, they were very clinical. We saw a different story, like to your saying, against San Diego Loyal, where there were a lot of goals in that match. There were seven total goals this time. It's less than half the goals total um, and way less shots, right? But Rising was clinical. Nine shots, four of them on target versus Orange County, 17 shots, three of them on target, right? It's very much less clinical. And I think the key thing here is even though rising dominated possession, and they hovered around that 60% mark that they're normally at, you know, it's something where it wasn't that meaningless possession. It wasn't just this side to side and hope for something. They did probe. They were probing with inside the box. They were getting, they're able to um, really test the keeper a bit and it wasn't firing shots quite like it was at the rate of San Diego match, but they made it happen, man. It was fantastic. Yes. Teresa's point. The actually numbers are right. Correct. I did Ooh. double. I did double check with Statlacky. I'm like, hey, man, there is no typos here or anything like that. We make it look good. We go. Um, but you, you good? Okay. Yeah, you're good. Uh, no, but it's uh, right. It was something where it's a different match in theory than how San Diego Loyal took in. And you now see this team. If you compare these two matches, they find different r ways to win. The San Diego match, they were yep. down behind early and they responded very quickly. They so they were down again in, this, in the... They were down again later in the game and then they responded again. Yep. And then they ended up taking the lead 
course, they had an equalizer, but then they held on, took them into deep waters. This match, they scored right out of the gate. And even though they let they let um, Orange County back in it, this was something where this team is able to hang around, whether they're taking the lead first, whether they're conceding the lead first in both games. The fact that they were able to go into deep waters and pull something out of nothing. It gives this this team a feeling that it doesn't matter who they're facing. They are not out of these games until the final whistle. No. no and that's a not. beautiful feeling. Yeah, exactly, right? And that's the thing. It speaks to, I think, the, the heart, the spirit in this team. Soul. In a lot of ways, right? That was the one quote, right, from Juan Guerra after the match and the one that, again, we... We used in some of the uh, the stuff earlier and in the article, right? uh, as, as Juan said, look, uh, I'm just the guy standing on the sideline. This is all the players, man. <laughs> it's their heart. It's how much they believe and they keep pushing forward. This team doesn't back down. This team doesn't quit. Oh, um, but look, as we as we look at now to um, I think there's a few different points we can kind of take with this of there's a few videos as well. Right. That we didn't play out in the in the postgame show and looking back now, maybe something to delve into. But. But of course, we saw a pattern, right? San Diego rising, take the lead. They sit back and absorb a lot of pressure. Yeah. It doesn't end particularly well uh, in terms of San Diego do find a way to get themselves back on the board. You look at the Orange County game, rising score early. They sit back, they absorb a decent amount of pressure. And of course, they concede again. But let's actually have a listen to what, to what Juan had to say about kind of the defending in those moments um, and, and just, you know, how, how they're approaching that, why that kind of thing is happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you get an early goal. You're you're playing on away field. Stadium kind of like gets gets on top of the the local team, and and, and they get that energy, and and, and they want to come forward. Um, we've we've made some adjustments that then allow us to to be able to press a little bit higher up the field. And I told you, I told you last week in San Diego, I I don't feel comfortable uh, because I don't like it. It's it's not part of our identity to to defend deep for long periods of time. There's moments, circumstances, situations that you're going to have to do it, but it was too early in the game for that. And then they came on top of us, and listen, they have a team that has good service, good deliveries, crosses in, they're high-pressing you, and we were not feeling comfortable. So we made adjustments, and I think after that, at probably the 30, 35th minute, then we took control of the game again, and that's when I was starting to feel good again about, okay, now the, the blood is pumping, we're taking control of the game, now let's just make sure that, that we can finish some of the chances that we're creating. Yeah, look, it's not ideal, I think, when you when you get into those moments. And again, you can't, as as Juan said, you can't afford to just sit back. That's not really this team's identity. No. That's not what they what they do. That's not what what we've come to become accustomed to watching them. They're a they're a possession-based team, yeah. right? They're not gonna do great when you expect them to sit back to absorb. Yeah, you've got moments where you've got to do that, right? You can't expect to be on top for an entire game. But if you're trying to to do that, if you're trying to make that happen for honestly the best part of the 90 minutes, it's not going to work no. at all. And so I, I just wonder right in those moments then, how is it then? I, you always have to look for the second, I think, in those moments, yep. right? And again, I understand that you kind of you wanna you wanna drop off a little bit. You wanna try and make sure that the immediate perhaps return in terms of the um, just the the way that hmm, I'm trying to think of the best way to say this now, but just 
the crowd sometimes when you concede can pick up, right? Oh, yeah, sure. We know that. It can pick up sometimes when you concede as well as drop off. Sometimes, especially early in games when, when it's a critical game, they know it's okay, we've got enough time to find a way back into this. Yep. They can pick up in those moments. It doesn't necessarily silence them. It can have the opposite effect. And you want to ride that out. You don't want to be just in that, you know, ex accepting that, yeah, you could just throw it away because yeah. that's going to leave you in a pretty rough position. But... At the same time, you can't just sit back and give up possession as much as they did. Give up the, the pressure as much as they did. Rising was sloppy after scoring that initial goal. They were just messy, I think, overall. And, and eventually, that's going to lead to the opposition getting an equalizer. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... I think it's just it's just interesting, right, Ray? I, I mean, I'm even saying, right, Paul's comment in there. I can't remember the keeper having to make a big save in the game. The work rate in front of him was unreal. I mean, that's, that's true as well. I, mean, that, right? that, that, I don't think the Rocco had yeah. a huge, huge amount to do. No, there, um, there, there are a couple that, like, I would say were technically considered not on goal, right? Because, you know, they didn't hit the goal frame, but they were a foot or two wide. Like, there were some shots that Orange OC did pepper in there. But I think, like, to your point, there wasn't, like, this big standout save that Rocco really had to make because I think, to his credit, we called on this back line to say, hey, you guys had a couple either miscommunications or some sloppy routine errors against San Diego. If you let this happen again against OC, especially with the clinicalness of Milanovski a week after facing Ronaldo Domus, I don't know if you can go back to back weeks of getting by on that. And to their credit, they really shaped up. They really tightened up the hatches. Batten down the hatches, indeed. They did. They yeah. did. They did. Um, one other thing, you know what? Let's have a listen to this one as well, right? Another video from. Uh, the weekend. Let's have a listen to what Danny Trey has to mm. say, right? He's on form. This is a guy that has scored now in two straight playoff games, right? We knew he was one of the top players on this team. He led this team in goals going in, but he's now scored in each of these two critical knockout games of Phoenix Rising. What's behind that form? Let's have a listen. Yeah. I think a little bit is uh, we know that it's playoffs. You know, obviously, if we lose, we're out. So obviously, for me, it's I know all the hard work that I put in. So any time I get to to prove it in this games, I'm going to be ready. And, you know, these are games that I've been getting ready since I started the season. And, you know, we won this game. Very proud of the group, uh, the coaching staff, everybody, the fans. But we keep going. I think you said they, they keep on going. It's it's it's. I, I know Tom, I'm not seeing Thomason here, but it's the indomitable human spirit, as he so often says, right? Like it's something where this team, it feels united. And right, you'd think that this lane of the season, where they're at, that, that would be a given. But just I think the way that they're playing, whether it is, again, the back line, whether it is there's multiple attackers who, even if they're not peppering with shots, they just have this drive about them. And that's something where it is so dangerous for a team like that. It really does feel like... All guys, whether it's you're in the starting 11, whether you're almost anyone off the bench, save for, you know, Patrick Rakowski, right? Like we just, you know, he's behind Rocco. Anyone is is really able to come onto this team and contribute. And that's just a powerful thing. It is. It is. I mean, look, if you, you mentioned, right, that anyone can come off the bench. We should probably note the fact that because Rising's games have gone through extra time yeah. obviously that frees up an extra sub that you're able to make they have used six of their seven subs and the only one that hasn't seen the field is patrick rakovsky yep okay rising has used every outfield sub that they have at their disposal in both of these games yep. and found the late winners with those guys on the field yeah that does speak to some of the depth that's in here and we knew that right when you're looking at a team that's got right manuel artiago was a was a golden boot contender at one point was like halfway was. in the two-thirds of the way through the season He's on the bench. Daniel Cruson was a 
one of the first names on the team sheet yeah. at the start of the year. Oh, yeah. He's on the bench. Ericsson Gallardo hasn't gotten the best crack at it lately, but but he he's also on the bench. Emil Quajo, guy who's, again, showing that he can come off the bench, especially yeah. against Orange County, and make things happen. Um, Renzo Zambrano was one of the first names on the team sheet earlier this year. He's on the bench. <laughs> That's what we're looking at. I mean, it's something where, especially like you name a lot of the outside backs, they've all spent, whether through injury or form or whatever, all of those guys have spent different times within the starting lineup. I think that's the really powerful part is that this team, when you look throughout the entire season of like even going into, you know, back to the first start of the season to like, who's really been the guys who have consistently always been in the starting lineup. And when you really think even, even through now and right, this isn't, you know, I guess there's, you know, injuries and stuff like that. But if you're talking about guys who have always been first choice, you look at Rocco, you look at Alejandro Fuenmayor, I would say Stenberg, you know, at, at once he came through midway through the season. Um, and then you have, you know, right. I guess Jose Andres Hernandez, even he missed, he, even he wasn't an outright starter in the first part of the season. You have your Danny Trejo, you have Panos Armanakis. He, when he came on, but other than that, right. You see guys like Artiaga isn't starting after essentially doing it the entire season. Carlos Harvey has kind of been in and out. Renzo Zambrano was starting and now he's not in it. It's a lot of just fluidity with all these different guys. And while some, might look at that as a downside of, Oh, Hey, we haven't had this starting 11 now that we have done in back-to-back games, been those guys throughout the season. And it does show that this team, when it gets into crunch time, most benches are not going six deep. You see the opposite. You have maybe, you know, right, uh, extra time permitting. You're maybe going, what, two, three in your bench? You want to go with your, your starting 11 for as long as you can. But Juan Guerra, listen, we heard, we, we've heard the D-back show, right, say Tori Lavelle has the Midas touch. You got to say the same thing for head coach Juan Guerra. He has made the right substitutions at the right time. He has. He has. He has over these past few games. Um Look, we've had criticism of that during the course of the season. Yep. Not, not really now. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. I know we've, I know we've. There's one t- thing I will say oh, actually, yeah. though, just to address one of these uh, comments in here from Golly Man Pat. Interesting story out for uh, Fede Varela. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Right, he was hyped as the big guy. Yeah. Right, the amount of hype that look, there's there's a public hype and there's the private hype. But we heard a good bit of the private hype, and he was really, really hyped. Very much. And it didn't pull, It didn't come off, did it? No. Okay, no. he's now not in the 18. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's to Albert's point. I don't think the starting 11 matters as much as every guy knowing the role on the pitch. And that's what well, it was. I think, again, it. and just to, to to go back, sorry, to, to Varela. Sure, 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 um, sure. One of the big key things is that he was billed as the playmaker. And I think we've seen um, a couple of other guys have stepped up in I those agree. roles, actually. I think that when you look at the ability to launch one from deep, which wouldn't have been Fede's role, but sure. but is still something that's important, picking out the right passes. Mo Traore pulls off some bizarrely good passes from the back. Oh, yeah. Actually, the one that was called offside with Danny Trejo putting in the back I know. was yeah. from Mo Traore. Oh, yeah. Carlos Harvey can do the exact yes, same, right? There are those people there who can get that done. You've also got a guy like Panos Amanakis who went further up the field. Yeah. is going to get involved. is going to cause some concern. is going to find ways to play other people in. So... It's interesting. It's as though some of the things that maybe we thought he was going to be pretty critical in terms of creating chances, in terms of build-up and all of that, and that just never really happened as much when he was out there on the field. No, I mean, uh, I think it's one of those things. It just, I think it show speaks to the bigger picture of how this team 
has been constructed in the guys who have stepped up, right? If Edivarela is more of that typical, you know, call it playmaker, there's other playmakers on this team, but they haven't done it all through one guy, right? Penasamarnakas, a lot of people look at him and in that creative number 10 role, but it's very fluid the way he links up with Darius Vermella, the way that, to your point, a Mo Traore or, you know, really anyone in the back line, Stenberg, Fundmeyer is able to play a ball through the back, the way that Carlos Harvey is able to play a ball through, even drive through the middle. That's the beauty of this team. They can beat you in multiple ways and it just always keeps you on edge um i know we've talked a lot about this orange county matchup and just kind of putting a bow in it anything else from this past weekend that you want to highlight i would look back at the fun i mean that's where i was I going back yeah we do have a nice little clip right i know we we for those of you who saw it on saturday but it's absolutely worth watching again Oh man, those scenes. Oh, those scenes. I mean, there's so much more. Fun as the scenes as Reno 1868 joining the just a random stray, just a random stray. I don't know. Joining where. the gravestone back I, here. That's okay. It's, it's factually accurate. Doesn't, it, it, doesn't, none of a team that Rising has gotten rid of. Don't don't disagree. Uh, last time Rakowski played at SAC, he conceded for very, very true. true. Very true. It's very true. It was a different scene. A lot of different guys were either injured um, or Kevin just not Lamba in the last game. That's what that I was match. saying. That's crazy to think about. Yes, but a lot of di a very different scene. And I know we'll get into that a bit more on Thursday, but it's uh, it goes to show, right? These matches with San Diego, matches with Orange County, it's always different. Well, I guess the third time around uh, necessarily than the first two. Uh, something to me that's always the same or at least the consistency of it. So friends of Four Peaks, friends of Four Peaks. Just in case you need a drink, because consistent. like us, you're following what's going on in that D-backs game. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you see, mm. you see, Owen, he's, he's cracking one open. He needs oh, yeah. it, right? He, I know he's reaching for the wow. It is his favorite. Of course, I have the Rattle On Red Ale as well. The beauty there. The Suns Brew, they played tonight as well. You know, Four Peaks just representing absolutely everyone here in the Valley, right? We know you guys, you're drinking Four Peaks, you're having a good time. Uh, make sure you do as well with, of course, Arizona's hometown brewery. It's the best freaking thing, right? You're already building the beer tower. We got a couple bit different beer towers again, sporting us, everything like that. Uh, check out them out at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub on Instagram to keep up with the latest and greatest going on within Arizona's hometown brewery. Of course, check out fourpeaks.com uh, to see all the fun stuff they have going on. Of course, find the beer locators, everything like that. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Um, something you also can enjoy responsibly, right? A lot of people made the drive out like we mentioned to Orange County. I know there's some people already, you know, look, making that flight out to Sacramento. And Max, you're flying to Sacramento. I am flying to Sacramento. He's flying to, well, no, he's flying to San Francisco. I am flying to San Francisco. I'm flying to Oakland. We're getting a train up. From this there. is true. Yeah, it's train. You got you guys thought that uh that uh <laughs> what, what what the heck were we watching again? Alien Hunters? Ancient Aliens. Ancient Aliens. It wasn't Ancient Aliens. You thought Ancient room. Aliens was good content. Get ready for Owen and Max to take a train from Oakland to Sacramento content. Oh, dear gosh. But hey, whether it's by plane, train, or automobile, you can stop at Circle K on the way, right? Uh, Circle K. You yeah, fill up on snacks before you get on the train. I mean, of course. That's, that's exactly well, what I'm talking about. What's a, a two-hour train exactly. ride without snacks? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, Snacks and beers. Snacks and beers. What more snacks do you, and beers. That's what you need. Snacks and beers. Train, Jim, snacks yeah? and beers. Snacks and beers. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, check out Circle K. Uh, check out their Inner Circle program, of course, right? It's super easy. Download the Circle K app. 
enter in the phone number to opt in for the inner circle program. It's all for free. Again, man, like you guys understand what we're talking about here. We're talking about discounted gas, talking about free polar pops, free snacks, literally all just by signing up for this incredibly free program. They send you stuff on the daily basis. I literally just got, um, like a note from the inner circle program. I'm like, Hey man, would you like a free slice of pizza today? I'm like, yes, please. Are you kidding me? Do I have to think about that? No, I don't check out circle K. What'd you get on that pizza, Max? What's that? What'd you get on that pizza? You son of a, okay. This is Damon. We're not going to talk. No, no, we're not going to talk about it. No, no, we're going to, we're going to let you finish this circle K read. And then we're going to talk about pizza. We, no, we're not. No, we are not. No, I think pizza is the biggest story going on. Okay, with all I'll say is right this: now. there, there is allegations going on that pizza was ruined, not at Circle K, and not their pizza, not anything they have to do. Shout out Circle K, they're amazing. We will end the Circle K part. We are not talking no, about. I was gonna give Circle K props because they oh, don't course. sell the shit that you put on my plate when you ordered pizza for us. That's a that's yeah, so that's, that's coming from a man I'll, who is just ungrateful for free pizza that he was Jar's getting some use but um I'm going to I'm going to just put this in context. Apparently Max yeah, no is the kind ads, of guy no who ads, orders no pizza. I'm no not saying ads. who you ordered it from, but he did order pizza and he got green bell peppers and then half of it had spinach on it. What? This was for other people, not for himself. What did the other this pizza have on it? What did the other pizza have on it? What did the other pizza have on it? Nothing Please, no, it had cheese on it, which well, is that, a very acceptable cheese pizza. Isn't a normal, cheese is just part of default pizza. Max the pizza ordered, doesn't have cheese on it. It's not pizza. Max ordered pizza for the whole office. I was a nice guy. And he, he keeps saying he was a nice guy, but he didn't order anything that anyone wanted. Doesn't matter. It's the thought that counts. Everyone everyone looks at the execution and about, oh, what happened? But no, no, no. It's the thought. Oh, here we Wait, go. We've now oh, got, here, we've now oh, got oh, great. oh, great. Oh, here we go. Come on. Come what on around. What are you doing here? You caught this him in a bad insane. spot. Are we going to talk got Luigi about over here. He's just mad. He, He's mad. You, you offered to get us pizza. You weren't giving us some of your pizza, Max. You weren't like, I ordered pizza for myself. You guys don't have dinner. You can have some of mine. That's a different scenario. You flew in like some sort of goddamn hero and needed to order the pizza. And then you ordered green bell pepper and half. Spinach? Half spinach? Half spinach. That's the part. It's spinach. absolutely lunacy. The half spinach part. This is what happens when the D-backs are down 10 and Max is disappointing everyone. They're down 10? They're down 10? <laughs> they <laughs> double their deficit? Garrett, Garrett, Y'all are bad. Pizza nutrition. Candy corn. That's bullshit, though. Don't ever know. This pizza thing is bullshit. I refuse to stand for that. I am not going to listen to that. Thank you, Patrick. You know what? I've got to be honest. I've played uh, various Mario games a lot, and I've never heard Luigi swear quite that much. <laughs> yeah, that's the. That's, that's you the, that's you the caught him in a really to, dark, uh, in a really dark state. Yeah, that's Patrick. Can I get another candy corn? You, if you, wait, here we go. Huh. Oh! First victory of the night. Let's go. Um. Wow, that was pretty cool. I um, think Luigi would have wanted to use a choke on that one, to that, be honest. In that moment, I almost forgot that you ordered me I, a green bell pepper. I, thought, I, thought, I honestly was hoping pizza. for that because I thought I forgot about it too. I forgot about it for two seconds. Now I'm back to it. What Are were we you thinking? Can we, can, we, can we move on in solidarity? We good here? A little sidebar, we're good? All right, Damon, give me the okay subliminally that we're good. Anyway, moving on. Um, right, let's take a look at the bigger context of... The how the bigger context of how the USL playoffs are shaping up. Okay, so here we go. We're down to the final four, folks. Rising 
We, we pose the question, are rising back, are rising back, are they elite? Well, if you look at this damn bracket, you're darn right they are, right? Phoenix Rising will be playing Sacramento Republic this weekend in the West. And of course, on the Louisville, on the, excuse me, on the East, Louisville battering Detroit City. Who saw that coming? Almost all of us did. And of course, Charleston advancing over Birmingham Legion, Louisville and Charleston meet in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. 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 Um, it's one of those ones, right, whereby uh, if you look over, I mean, Sacramento, I think, were completely dominant against San Antonio uh -huh. in that game. Um, in my mind, I feel as though, as you look at uh, uh, what San Antonio brought in that game for the team that they are and the team that they, think they are, right? I think it, now, now's a great time to say it that someone told us earlier they wanted San Antonio, right? They wanted San Antonio because they thought that that San Antonio were uh, a bit overrated, right? They thought they were a little bit too cocky, a little bit too full of themselves. Yeah. I think that San Antonio was shown that in the game of Sacramento, right? Listen, I'm going to say it now, and, and people may not want to hear this. I don't personally expect that rising season will necessarily go beyond this weekend, yeah. right? I think it's perfectly reasonable to think that a very good Sacramento team that showed what they are capable of doing yeah. against San Antonio... Um, are going to come out and perform well against Rising in, in this one. I, yeah. I think it's entirely very possible that the season ends this weekend. But but as you look then to the other side of the bracket and you look to the east, of course, both of the higher-seeded teams win in those games. Detroit City, they were very lucky to get through in the first round, I think. Um, people will tell you that they were the best team in, uh, in that game against Pittsburgh. I, I find it hard to... To, to really agree sometimes with that sentiment. I think they were structured. I think they, they, they executed their own game plan well, yes. Yeah. But it did require a good amount of luck in there. And I mean, yeah, every, every win requires a good amount of luck. Of course. But that one did require, I think, quite an amount of luck in that game. Um, and then against Louisville, they were shown as uh, as what they what they are, right? And that is a team that's not good enough to be at that stage. Um, Louisville absolutely played them off the field. Completely. Oh, yeah. Not even close. No. Right? Harry's actually right there. San Antonio, they were all right for the first half, but again, uh, didn't really sustain that one against Sacramento. But Louisville completely played um, Detroit off the park. And I mean, Charleston, Legion, I said all along to me, Legion was my choice for an upset of the round. Oh, right? sure. I thought that was a realistic one. They, of course, played it close, right? Um, but as you look then to um, what happened in, uh, in that game, I mean, it's it was a close game, right? 2-1 finish, yeah. Charleston take the lead. Sure. Uh, Birmingham Legion pull it back, but in the end, that home field advantage is important. It helps Charleston to get over the line in the end. Yeah, I mean, we even saw uh, you know the Le uh, USL Championship from the, the league account on Twitter, even saying like, right, death taxes, Louisville City, uh, you know, enjoying a nice Eastern Conference final. Nine you seasons in a row, they've made the conference final. That's nine seasons. Hey? Ever since they have started, they have never. That's absolutely unhinged. Since arriving That's in Louisville, insane. fans in Louisville have never known their team not make it at least as far as a conference must final. be nice they've done it every single season of that club's honestly, existence kind of nuts that's that's insane that's honestly insane yeah dear how gosh. do you have that level of success over that stretch of time and never have a season where you just go, i mean even right well, even even rising stretch where they i mean they were making conference finals they didn't have that consistent or for that long that's insane to me that's wow 2015 Bonkers. they made it to the uh, conference final 2016 conference final 2017 they won mm -hmm. 2018 they won mm -hmm. 2019 they lost in the final yep 2020 conference final 2021 conference final 2022 they were runners up in the final this year 23 they're in the, the conference final again okay 
Okay. Just, I, I mean, I mean, look, Gunnyman Pat's right there. Good. How bad the second half of the East is. I agree. Yeah. The East has got a really big disparity between the haves and the have nots. Agreed. However, still got to do it. Still got to get there. Still got to do it. And in the playoffs, that's not Anything easy. Anything can happen. Detroit um, freaking won. They beat Pittsburgh. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But then you also, if you look bigger picture at some of the other teams, they Tampa Bay and have a big team out in the East. Yep. They have a good amount of success. There are others as well, right? It's oh, for not sure. as though. I mean, Charleston are the big one this year, but as you've looked in years past, I mean, there have been other teams that have, have managed to get success out there. So, I mean, it, it's it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy I to, mean, it, to do that with the consistency yeah. that they have done it with. No, right? that's true. That's difficult. That's true. I mean, right, it's, it's, and it's not to... I, I, I don't disagree with um, with the comment of, right, like definitely it's the, the East has more disparity than the West, but it's like, again... Playoffs are absolutely unpredictable. You don't know. You still got to qualify and get there. And it's like, it is a testament to them. Um, spin zone, they're actually really bad because after all of those, uh, after all of those, um, what's it called? Those Eastern Conference Finals appearances and only, and only what they have to show for it. They're actually very unclinical is the spin zone to it. That's the joke. Uh, or, yeah. or is it true? Hey. Uh, but hey, who do you have? Uh, we can probably talk about it a bit deeper, but uh, who do you like just off the top of your head in the East? Uh, I'm going to save that one for Thursday. Fair I enough. I do respect uh, but that. But I will say the one minute news here, if anyone's interested, referee assignments are oh, out for the uh, oh weekend. Elvis Ismanovic, who had re uh, rising in the first round of yep. San Diego Loyal. He'll be taking charge in the Eastern Conference Final. Sure. Charleston Battery against Lou City. Meanwhile, taking charge of Rising's game this weekend is Ricardo Fierro. Mm. little fact for you, Ricardo Fierro is taking charge of five Phoenix Rising games over the course of his career. Rising have won four of the games and lost one. The one loss was Rising's loss at home to San Antonio this year. Yeah. Okay. Um, although a, a fun little fact as well, a fun little addendum to it. AR1 for that one is Noah Kenyawani. Familiar name. Familiar name why? He's actually a former track athlete at ASU. Damn. Um, who, who has repeatedly run the line for Phoenix Rising. Surprised they're flying out to Sacramento for it. He made his MLS debut as well this year. Nice. Huh. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Well, well, it's it's right, and we'll get into Thursday a bit more about uh, rising right or beyond just referee assignments, as important as they are. We'll preview on Thursday a little bit deeper uh, rising's matchup against Sacramento in the I'm Western. Getting that Conference one out of the way final. now. We're not really gonna have to talk about it much on now. Uh, I don't think on uh, Thursday. What? Referee assignments. Well, that's I said, I said beyond that because we just you just covered yeah. it. You want you want to bring up wet referee assignments twice in a week? No, I don't. That's the point. You have a referee, big referee. One's you know this guy is an advocate for big referee, just like Devin Alls advocate for big candy corn. Or actually, that's Reese for big candy corn. But um, you know. I think we had another graphic in here selling about someone's tattoo tracker. We'll just actually skip right past Wait, that. We don't need to. Max, oh, I just, how, I just Max, skip right through it. Are you potentially 180 minutes away from a new tattoo? Listen, all I'm saying is this. Um, I have not gotten a haircut since Phoenix Rising, you know, started you know, the playoffs. Rumor has it. And rumor has they it. have not no. lost. So maybe it's time to get a haircut. I should call my barber. Just, no, you know, no, I want to no, 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 look no, good. No, no, no. You know, if I'm no, traveling no, no, no. in Sacramento, especially like the, the aerodynamic for train, those things can hold up. It's not the same, same, uh, same speed as Max, an airplane. New, I want to be weighed back. Max, the new spot is the barber's chair for you. Okay. It's not happening. You don't go there, Despite, but um, I I, we need to also we we need to also point out the fact here that I'm hearing uh, some serious questions around the change in the potential design for this tattoo. Um, it will still be a superhero named Adman with the big cartoon face, but he will be carrying a pizza. He will not be doing. He will be carrying a pizza. Hey, uh, buddy, uh, it's my body, Hold my on choice. I, I will do yes what I want. To pizza. What do you vote? This for is not a David? vote. My body is not democracy. 
Oh, we're deciding his tattoo. No, right? we're yeah. not. Is he, is he going to be no. carrying? Is the, is the no, Ant-Man no. superhero no. going to be carrying no. the pizza that you don't no. want? No. I think it has to be a green bell pepper. And a green half bell of a, pepper. Half no. Of a thing of no. <laughs> this, listen, this is a move. Okay. First with like off. A, with like a times no, 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 like no, no, in the no, middle. No, you know no. what I mean? Like they're collabing. No. No, oh, no. Yeah. oh yeah no no Max no it's no. big on partnerships that would work they don't don't do this don't defer, okay <laughs> dear gosh uh no first off this is all a moot point okay we don't even know phoenix rising gonna win the whole thing they gotta I go there i believe you're getting a tattoo max not nah, okay of green bell peppers and spinach this, yeah. that's the craziest we're part. not putting this out <laughs> this almost makes me want to say pull the clip that way it's verbatim what i said but no um no that's not happening right well, uh, you didn't specify what ad man the superhero figure was doing this in this is case not he's just delivering the pizza that nobody wants buddy if i let <laughs> it is true to the actual character if i let the phnx rising community dictate this so-called tattoo if it were to happen this would be way worse than what you guys are describing, so no. Exactly, so agree with us. I agree with myself! Otherwise, we're gonna go this is on not Discord democracy! And put it in no! This is, not, we are, this is not happening. We're not gonna turn this. We're not. This is not gonna unravel. We're done. We move on. We're, the tattoo dragger is out of the way. We're good. What it, about, like, I'm buying beers somewhere? That'd be pretty fire. He could have a beer in one hand. You won't argue with that, because that's a that's a... See, he's actually thinking about he, that he one. Piqued my, he piqued my interest. There you go. Devin has the recording. Wait, wait, no, 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 wait, wait, stop, stop. I'm just going to get a haircut, and that, that'll, that'll, that'll sort itself no, out. Won't. I'll bet on Phoenix Rising to win. Don't worry. I got to put all, all the stuff. So don't you worry. I'm really supportive of Rising, everyone. I want to look my best. I want Rising to bet. I want them to, I'll bet on them, everything like that. We love it. We obviously, Paul supports me. Yes, he supports my idea. Um... Hang on a minute, I just got to double check. If you're going to do that, I just got to double check if that screenshot you sent me of your flight details may or may not have the confirmation number so I can go ahead and cancel it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, well, in that case, I may not be flying high, but I can't be flying high with our friends at OG's Brands. OG's Brands, you always flying high with them. Uh, rumor has it that um, right after Saturday night's win, had a little bit of a, a nice party, and then I had to uh, you know fly back very early Sunday morning. Rumor has it, I may have been a little hungover, but uh, you know what helps with that? I'm not a doctor, but OG's brands really You're helps not a that. doctor, man. I'm not a doctor. You're not a doctor. This I'm, is not medical advice. I, no, there is no medical advice. Definitely not that medical advice. But uh, hey, OG's brands, it's a good freaking time, right? You can check them out uh, with their sativas, their indicas, the fruits, the creams, the mixed bags, all of that stuff. And here's the thing, guys. They have a nice little promo code, right, with our friends at Zen Leaf Dispensaries, right? Here's what I want you guys to do. Go over to zenleafdispensaries.com. Use promo code PHNX at checkout, and you get 25% off a bag. Again, zenleafdispensaries.com, promo code PHNX at checkout. You get 25% off a bag. It's valid until November 30th. Valid until November 30th at zenleafdispensaries.com. Check us out. OG's Brands. Again, promo code PHNX. We appreciate y'all so, so much. Of course, shout out to Valid Taproom as well. I'm doing a slew of Phoenix Rising watch parties. I get it. Uh, Sacramento a bit further. Not as many people may be traveling uh, compared to OC. Anything like that. If you guys are on the east side, right, if you happen to be out there, if it's convenient for you. They'll pop the game on for Yeah, you. they will pop on the game at Valley Tap Room, right? Uh, good times, right? Beer, all of that fun stuff. Uh, yeah, check them out on the 202 and Gilbert. If you guys are on the east side, uh, tell me and Donald, I sent you, say what's up. And uh, yeah, check them out on Instagram at Valley Tap. The lots of valleys happening as well. Loads of beers, like thirty taps, isn't that? I do thirty taps. A lot of taps. Plenty of beers. A lot of four beers. All for Max to buy you. 
Anyway, um, let's move on and pretend the last segment never happened. Uh, you have some, uh, we're talking about fantasy. Indeed. So here's some updates for you. People wanted to know, I would imagine, quite how the fantasy football has been going. And guess what? I'm here. I'm here with the updates on the most recent week's performance what i don't currently have i didn't actually add up the uh scores from the other week as well so i'm gonna just do that as i read these out this is, this for, week, this is for week two only this is for week two can, only. Can, can, can you go third second first in that order please uh no because what? you went third anyway what you were fifth i'm not saying for me i just oh, okay. said just build the suspense so to build up the suspense in third place oh yeah was it was uh, the man himself, USL Tactics, John Morrissey. Hey. Finished in third with 37 Big points. Big brain, John Morrissey. There we go. Big brain, John Morrissey. In second. Mm -hmm. Give me a drum roll. Hello. It was me. Um, I had 41 points. I finished second for the second week in a row. Who was your highest scorer? Uh, my highest scorer was Cameron Lancaster. Game of Thrones, baby. No free ass. Uh, Cameron and Lancaster. Turns out that he gets 13 points because the guy who likes to score goals. Uh, Emilio Carswell also did pretty well. Sean Touch did pretty well as well fair, in fair, terms fair. of the scoring. Uh, guys that I picked that did pretty well in there. And in first place. Uh, give, me, give me a better drum roll. I don't. How do you. Producer uh, Gaming, give me a drum roll. Uh, there we go. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear that, but he's currently banging on the desk. It's actually someone in the chat right now. It's Devin Blackwell. Finished first in this hey. week. 43 Sound like you reached with the face on Home Alone. Oh, yeah. To That's some, crazy. To give you the remainder of the results then. In fourth, Travis Ricketts with 36. In fifth, Max Simpson Come with 35. Baby. 32. It's my mum. Uh, 28, Luke Berry. <laughs> 28, Eric Bales. 27, Michael Vanderplas. 25 for Kevin Blackwell. 24 for BJ Blinson. 21 for both William Scott and my dad, who also playing along. Of course. And uh, in last place, last with 20 place. points, is the person who's now running away. It is the stat lucky. Reese, he finished in last. Wasn't this week. he second to last last week? Yeah, he was. Yeah. So you're telling me that Pretty oh, bad. it can't get worse from here, and then it did. He literally got worse. Uh, yeah, it did. It wow, did. that's pretty bad. you know bad. what this means, right? We need to add these up. We need to see what the big picture <laughs> looks like right now. And in third, as it stands... Uh, I'll go, actually, I'll go from the top five, right, in terms of both weeks added together. Yeah. John Morrissey comes in at fifth with 71 points. Luke Berry in fourth with 80 points. Travis Ricketts in third with 83. Yep. Darren Blackwell in second with 88. And guess who's top? Me. It's me on 92 points. Here we go. Rigged, rigged. It's not rigged. rigged. I'm being serious. You're I'm grinning through your I'm freaking good at this. bro. I am. It's rigged. Good at that this. Rigged. It's rigged. Buddy, if, if I, I wanted rigged to, it, you know, I'd put if myself I wanted to top. Rig it, if That's I wanted rigged. to rig it, I would have put myself top every week. I'm not, because I'm not rigged. No, because you make it easier to camouflage. Oh, no, I came in second both weeks. How could that ever add up to first? Oh, wait, it does. Yeah, rigged. because no one else can pick, sit, play rigged. as well consistently. Reese, it's not rigged for you. You're just bad. You literally got worse, and you came in second to last last week. I don't know what to tell you, yeah, buddy. Reese, you're just you're atrocious, just bad. my friend. You literally are a stat lackey. What yeah. are you, come on. What is he doing? What oh is he doing? Um, but, guy. yeah, I, I, I tell you what, this is really good fun time. Uh, we'll have details on the next week on coming there. out tomorrow. Yep. They will be a little bit more difficult this week, right? You know why yeah. it's going to be a bit more difficult? Less choices. 
Less choices, but here's where it gets even more difficult. Oh. We're not changing the maximum number of players that you can pick per team. It's still going to be free. So you've got to pick players from every single team. You've got to work out. I don't like that. You don't like it. It's going to be tough, but it's going to be fun. Okay. Well, we'll do our picks on Thursday, shall we? Yeah, we'll do our picks on Thursday. It will go out tomorrow, so you can, of course, make your own picks as well and join in. And just make sure you get them in before the first conference final kicks off. Um, again, even if you haven't taken part in it so far, feel free to join in. It's always fun on the week by week just to see it is. if uh, new people show up that they can they can do well. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's always a good fun. I mean, Reese seems to think he's going to win this week. Uh, I'm not so convinced of that one. Yeah, I don't think any of us are. No. Um, there's Tell you what, it's like zero confidence. Oh, yeah. yeah. But still, it's a uh, spooky season here, right? Yeah. It's Halloween. What? It is Halloween. It's Halloween. Of course, we've got the uh, the gravestone here. We do. We've got the gravestone. we got Reno. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. San Diego. Rest in... <laughs> uh, I'm re- putting him on the spot. I don't know. He doesn't like this. I don't know. Rest in... Uh, just rest. Rest, sweet prince. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Never won a playoff game. No, that's fair. Shout out to They're San not. Diego Loyal. Uh, but of course, that's not, you know, some people I know, people will be going out, right? Maybe dressing up. People were that. asking us if we dressed up. You know, people were asking us if no. we dressed up. We didn't dress up, but I tell you who did dress up, and it was someone six years ago. Let's have a look at this one. Let's take a look at this one. Shout out to none other than Scott Lucky <laughs> who didn't know this was coming. <laughs> it went with the... Oh. Uh, there we go, the hot dog. Can you confirm he's a ketchup? He's a mustard guy. He's a big mustard guy. Oh, man. He has to be a mustard guy. Stalaki. He look. Wow. That's just... Wow. What a guy. What a guy, man. Shout out to start Lucky Reese. Yeah, no idea. His, is he, is he going to respond, though? He's, he's refused the he's headset. Refu- he refused to respond. <laughs> he is just absolutely shell-shocked. Uh, I tried to give Reese an opportunity to, to speak, to defend himself. We offered him a right of reply, and he's declined. Yeah. Okay, that's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to Lucky Reese. So what are you guys dressing up as here now uh, in the chat? Give us a shout if you want. If you're dressing up as a hot dog like, uh, like our boy Reese did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm dressing up like a loser because the D-backs are losers and all their fans are losers like me. To be fair, fair, you are wearing a U of A Got football him. You beat me too, buddy. So. You mean the team that's really good? Stop right yeah. now? Yeah. Here we go. You convince yourself. We're a basketball school. Just wait. Um, convince ourselves of it. We have multiple ranked wins. Anyway, this is the PHNX Rising podcast. I want anything else uh, before, before we uh, before we depart. The D-backs are in the World Series. Look how that's going for Dear right gosh, now. no. We, we, this is a slippery slope. Don't get Derek back over here. We don't want that. Uh, dear gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, anything else before we get out of here? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, I think that all that all that says it right oh, there. Oh, someone is coming back. Oh, here we go. <laughs> someone <laughs> is coming back. Oh dear gosh, we literally we're wrapping up. This is now elongating. <laughs> the ra- this man has beer. Oh dear gosh, there's a beer in a bat. Oh boy. Go ahead. Just finish it up. I just want to make sure you don't say any inflammatory things about your stupid ass pizza orders. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everyone for tuning in to the PHNX Rising Podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore underscore rising because double the underscore. Well, it was half the spinach. 
You follow me on Twitter at Max David Simpson. You can follow Owen on Twitter at OJ Evans 18. You can follow Damon Dog on Twitter at Damon Dog with a D A W G. You can follow Stat Like Reese at Reese 11 underscore. Only just the one underscore, not the two underscores. Again, the two underscores would match the number of weeks in which he was bad at uh, our little USL Fantasy League. Can we say double the underscores, half the spinach on every show from now on? <laughs> yes. I'm quite literally redeeming myself on Friday. So, how about y'all? Shove it, unlike the D backs who aren't shoving it uh, tonight. But uh, to the beautiful king. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, we went through all the people's Twitter accounts. Why aren't you addressing our, our good mayor here? Yeah. That's yeah why question. haven't you plugged his Twitter yeah. account? Jealous. I mean, you it's are actually quite, you have, you have, you have quite the cornucopia of followers. Uh-huh. I mean, Cap, Cap Gaiman. Cap Man Gaiman. Thank boom, you. boom. Yeah, of course. Follow Derek there. Uh, his account is going to be a really, really sad place tonight. Really sad. sad boy. Did, did you just... This man has a vacuum, and a, vacuum. and a bat of beer. And there's a swear jar that will be cracked open. Uh, anyway, appreciate everyone joining us. Um, of course, we'll be back on Thursday, 6 p.m. All that fun stuff. It's, uh, it's a beautiful game, but it's when we're beautiful when... Is he gone? When your team wins in the playoffs, here we go. Goodbye.